The Pacific Northwest in general, but Portland specifically, is so unique because we're so close to everything. I could go to the coast. Mm. I could go up to Mount Hood. I could Mm -hmm. drive up to Seattle even. I mean, we're three hours, three and a half hours away. And I think I've seen more of Oregon since I started this job. (laughs) You have more time to do that? I have have more time to do it, you know? I can say, hey, I'm just going to go to the coast today because I have that extra Mm. day. You take 40 hours off, you're front-end and back-ended by three days. So four days becomes... 10 days off, and you can do a lot in that time. Hi, I'm Patrick Johnson, recruiter for the Portland Police Bureau. Today we're here with two recent new hires that just came off their probation, Officer Badgery and Officer Hamilton. And today we're going to talk about everything from the process, the academies, and what it's like on patrol. So let's start off, first of all, what did you do before you are a police officer? And start with you. Yeah, I mean, I was just a student before this. Uh, graduated from PCC, Portland Community College, Cascade Campus, and then uh, went on to be a PSU Viking. And then I was like, you know what? I still want to be a police officer. Let's do it. Are you from Portland? Yeah, well, okay. So some people would say technically I'm from Beaverton because I am, but I would say <laughs> I'm from like the metro area. So. Okay, okay, pretty much. And you work at Central Precinct now. We'll go into that later, but Central yeah. Precinct, so pretty much downtown, where you, where the you core. Went to school. Okay, so pretty much we went to school for... Yeah, yeah. Okay. Officer Hamilton? Um, I went to the University of Oregon and majored in journalism, specifically advertising. So I worked in that for a little bit, and then I was an operations coordinator at a public relations firm in the Pearl District. Okay. And now you are at, right now, in Central Precinct also. So you're working where you were working before, too. Yeah, and I actually lived in downtown Portland for two and a half years before I applied here. So I... Actually, used to live about a mile from the precinct. Okay. Let's go back a little bit <clears throat> to when you applied. Applying online. Mm-hmm. How was it? Was it pretty simple? Do you, do you remember it? It wasn't that long ago. For me, it was a while ago. But I mean, it was easy. Okay, like, so you had COVID intermixed yeah, in Yeah, I had COVID bit. with mine. So, like, you know, take that into consideration. But, I mean, as far as applying during that time, it was still really easy. I mean, you just, like, went on the website, which looked great. And then they're like, hey, you should be a Portland police officer. And I was like, hey. I want to be a Portland police officer. So the website got you. Yeah. Okay. How about yeah. you? You process through that? Uh, yeah. I think I'd Googled Portland police. And the first thing <laughs> that came up was like, join Portland PPB, I think, dot com might have been the URL. Uh, so I clicked on it and did a, co- a bunch of research. And then the application was pretty smooth. I mean, it was step by step. And then I was communicating with someone throughout the whole process so, okay. for the application process. Yeah. And it was joinportlandpolice.com. That is our. Yeah address there okay without mentioning the other names of any other agencies did you guys look at any other agencies or apply any other agencies around here or other states or anything yeah i mean since i grew up here i wanted to like find some work in policing like locally okay yourself i knew i wanted to work for portland but i did apply to one other agency so why i guess you eventually work for here why portland what stood out about portland versus these other agencies or all the other agencies you could apply in portland or washington or anywhere else in the country i think The opportunities that you can get at this agency, it's a lot bigger. Um, So the opportunities for growth, the specialty teams you can work on, um, I think the different precincts, just a lot of opportunity. Exposure to more and different things. I think, and this isn't to speak ill of the other agencies, but 
you know, just smaller agencies, you know, they, they just deal with different things. Whereas if you're in a city, you're dealing with a whole bunch of different things, larger, you know, metropolitan group, you know, different groups living within each other. Like it just exposes you to totally different like things every single day mm-hmm. instead of just being in like a neighborhood, which is a lot of the surrounding agencies. Okay. So you kind of talked about it a little bit, Officer Hamilton, um, when you applied about someone there being with you through the process. Let's talk about the process a little bit. Now, the process now is average four to five months. It could be a little quicker. It could be a little bit longer. Um, and I know you have, again, COVID mixed into it, so it might have taken a little longer. So I'm looking more for Officer Hamilton for mm-hmm. this one. How was the process from like beginning to end, uh, working with the backgrounder? Was How was it like, easier? Did you have to... Could you do a lot online or a lot of local stuff? Yeah, I applied in May of 2021 and I wasn't able to do a ride along due to COVID. And so I had a little bit of that COVID experience, Mm -hmm. um, whereas none of my application process was in person. So my command interview was over Zoom. My psych Theatric evaluation was over Zoom. Um, the only thing that was in person was really my medical evaluation and things like that. Uh, my overall process probably took, I think, six months, okay. six or seven months. And so relatively quick mm-hmm. for that time period. And my background investigator was wonderful. I, mean, I answered all my questions, especially because I hadn't had a ride along. Mm-hmm. So I had a lot of questions and she was there for it all, which was great. So in the beginning of the process, a lot of communication is done through email. Mm-hmm. And then once you get a backgrounder, then it's communicating with the backgrounders through the whole process and walking right. through it. Yeah. So I was through email at first and they made, you know, they kind of helped me understand that it was going to be a little bit of a longer process. It wasn't mm-hmm. your typical job application yeah. that you would do because it's a long background that they yeah. need to make sure that you're a good fit for this job. And so I think that's something to keep in mind is it is a long process and just keep the faith that the background investigator is working on it and they'll contact you when they need to, but you can always reach out because they're, they kind of expect that. So, okay. So you get hired. Mm-hmm. Now you do a little preparation. Um, with the training division, yeah, and then you go to basic academy. Tell me a little bit about your prep and going to the basic academy and how you felt that you were prepared for that. I mean, the prep was like very, very, very basic, but I mean, it was something to get you like some footing because a lot of the other agencies you're going to run into while you're in the basic academy, like have had street time or time like you know actually taking police calls and like doing police work. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas here you're not doing that. Like you're literally just like going from getting hired, doing like two weeks of like basic training and then getting shipped off. And um, I mean, it was good. I mean, it's better than like not having any kind of grasp of anything. So that was nice. But it was also nice going to basic like fresh yeah. so you can just get that experience. Yeah, I think uh, going down to basic, you're there with 39 other people. They're from different agencies across the state. So I didn't really know what to expect. I didn't know anyone in law enforcement. I didn't have any friends or family in law enforcement, but it was a really good foundation. And that's exactly what it is. I mean, you're going down to learn basic policing. We're all Mm -hmm. learning the same thing, which I think is really important because we're then all going to go to our other agencies and you can have those connections at those other places. So I had a great experience at the base Academy. Okay. So you graduate and you go on to your, your other, other agencies and you go back to your agency. What happens after that? What, what's your next step? Yes. I know you could go back and be with a coach for a couple of, mm-hmm weeks to a month or so. But what happens? Do you go to another academy down up here? Yeah. So Portland specifically has what's called the Advanced Academy. So it's a three-month academy that only Portland puts on. And it kind of 
caters more towards the calls that we see here more frequently. And so we have, it's basically set up the same way though. So you have scenarios, you have firearms and control tactics, and you're learning all these things, but uh, the instructors are fantastic. And I think it's a good next step to really give you that training for what we see here in Portland. The Advanced Academy and the Basic Academy, you guys have both been to college. It's not like a militaristic basic academy, right? It's more no. laid back. Mm-mm college style. Yeah, which is interesting because I think the basic academy and what I was told right before I went to it was that that's how it used to be. Mm-hmm. And they were just making that like transition. And then when I came here to the advanced academy in Portland, I mean, it was just like that. It was, you know, what they call adult learning. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, you know, you're going, to, it's like going to work, you know, for 40 hours a week, but that work is all training to get you prepared to actually do mm-hmm. the job. Like when you get on the street. And when I went through advance, it was the instructors that made it fun. So it was like fun learning through the whole thing. Oh, my so. gosh. Absolutely. Yes. I mean, they're all people who have been on the street who mm. are officers. So I think that was a big thing was they had all this context to give and they did make it fun. I mean, it wasn't a a stifling atmosphere, I guess is the word to say. It was fun and you knew you could go to them if you needed something or if you had questions. And yeah, it was a good learning experience. Okay. And they're all super passionate too, mm-hmm. uh, like especially the control tactics instructors. Mm-hmm. I remember especially were like super passionate about all of that stuff. Um, the firearms instructor equally, mm-hmm. uh, the patrol procedures, you know, like they each like wanted to get into that. They weren't just like tossed into that. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. So after your advanced academy, yeah, you go out to the field training program where you're, you go sit in a car with the coach and eventually you drive and start learning everything and slowly progressing to where you're running the whole show yourself. Mm -hmm. Can you take me through that a little bit and how you felt um, you started to the end and how the training went so you weren't just like given a bunch of stuff right away. Mm -hmm. You slowly progressed at your pace. Yeah, I mean, I think it's one of those few jobs where you can get a lot, a lot of training in something. I mean, you think about it, like the... Basic Academy is like four months long, and then the Advanced Academy is another three months on top of that. But that kind of training, you know, is like in a closed environment or it's super safe and, you know, you know nothing's going to happen. And then you're kind of thrusted into like reality where like there's people and people are weird and people do whatever they want and, you know, they act however they want. Mm -hmm. So that's where it all comes to fruition, right? You can use all of the knowledge that you learned in the classroom as like a catalog, but you'll get forged in like the Mm -hmm. actual street and how to do things and how to interact with people. Cause you can't talk like a robot to some people. Mm -hmm. Like some people just not going to be like, why are you talking to me like that? You got to like, you know, talk to them at their level where they're at. That was a great way to describe that. Mm -hmm. How How do you feel? I mean, cause you got to go to, that you he talked described about dealing with people and like that, but what do you think about like their different experiences? Because every precinct we have three precincts, mm-hmm. it has different mm-hmm. cultures. It's all different around the city of Portland where it's located. What do you think about that? And also, you learn from different coaches, different styles. Too. Yeah, I think that's good to mention because again, when I started, I had zero knowledge of what this job was going to be and what it was going to look like. So, um, you do go to three different precincts. So we have North Central and East Precinct and you do rotate through all three or that is the goal during the field training program. And you get six phases total. So there's entry phase through phase five and you have coaches from entry to phase four. And those are really the people that 
can shape who you are as an officer. I think you take the good and the bad from each person and you forge who you want to be at mm -hmm. the end and what kind of officer you want to be. But I find myself doing things, you know, good things that my coaches taught me. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that person taught me that or that mm -hmm. person taught me that. And I know I still call them to this day. Hey, I have this this call I've never dealt with. Can mm -hmm. you help me with that? So it's building those relationships as you go through the field training program because you are adult learning. And it can be hard sometimes, but you don't always have to be drinking through a fire hose. You know, it can be as simple as just taking it day by day and learning as you go. And then I'm still learning. I was off probation as like a, a month ago, almost yeah, today. Okay. Yeah. And so I'm most recent than Officer Rodri here. And I think... I'm still learning and I'll be learning for years to come because I think this job changes every single day. So. Mm -hmm. yeah. You're, it is a constant learning mm -hmm. profession yeah. because people are always changing. Mm -hmm. The mood of people are changing. The way that the community wants policing done is always changing. So our job is fluid all the time. Mm -hmm. Speaking of that, this next question, your answer is probably going to change every couple of years. What is your favorite thing about being a Portland police officer? You go first. Okay. <laughs> um... <laughs> I think for me, it's mostly my coworkers. I think working in that team atmosphere mm. and you're tackling these calls together because some of them are big. Some of them are um, can kind of hit home for some people. And I think it's important to have those around you because we're dealing with something not everyone deals with every day and mm. taking calls for service for people calling that need us. And so to have those people who have your back and, you know, that you've gone through training with together and you mm -hmm. know you've gone through that training and you've day in and day out, you're together. That means a lot to me. So it's the people I work with. Yeah. yeah I mean, I would, I would agree with that. But for me personally, I think it's just the not knowing what's going to come today. You know, mm -hmm. uh, I knew I didn't want to do an office job. I wanted to be like out serving community. And so I was like, well, policing is going to be a perfect avenue for that. And then knowing every day that it's just not, you don't know what you're going to get into. Like it could be a simple day where you're just helping, you know, Grandma's crossed the street and kind of, well, not for me because I work night shift, but <laughs> maybe some grandmas walk at night and they do probably need to be helped across the street. But, I mean, you just don't know what you're going to experience mm -hmm. on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. And that's honestly the most fun because you go into work, you you know, you're doing this and that. And then all of a sudden this call comes out and you're like, what? They're doing what? And they're doing it where? And then you're like, oh, okay. A little feather in my cap right something there, different. something I would never thought I was going to ever experience in my mm -hmm. life. It's the biggest city in Oregon. Yeah. So we work four days a week, three days off, 10 hour days. Amazing. Yeah. Best, best split ever. So we'll talk about that part in a second here, what, what you do with those three days off. But those 10 hours. So nine of those hours, you're working patrol. One of those hours you get for wellness, mind and body wellness. Mm -hmm. What do you guys think about that? I love the hour we get. I think sometimes we're kind of go, 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 go all day long in our shift. And sometimes I have to be like, oh, yeah, I need to eat lunch. So I and that's me personally. Right. And so that hour I can really set aside to work out, meditate, do what I need to do. And it helps me be the best person I can be in this job. Because if I don't have that outside of the 10 hours, like if I don't have that time, I know I can get that in that hour. And that's important to me. Yeah, I mean, this kind of goes along, I think, with this job by nature, but it is a job where by the fact that you're doing things that you're not expecting to do every day, it can get kind of taxing because, um, again, you can have a very like easy and chill day, but that's oftentimes not the case because 
people have traumatic events that they deal with mm-hmm. and you need to go and you need to help them process through some of that. So having an hour either at the beginning of the day, the end of the day, or in some cases in the middle of the day to just step away from that is very, very helpful. And honestly, like for mental health, like of officers, probably like paramount in like importance. It's good. You're getting paid for it. It's during your shift. So, because mm-hmm. a lot of people in the past be like, oh, I'm going to go home and work out or I'll do it before. And then they don't because yeah. right. the home life comes in over, over that. And I think it's, it might be cliche to say, but filling your cup so you can fill other people's. Mm-hmm. It's like, I can't show up and help. Um, I think they say this in terms of our response with our vehicles and our response as people is we can't help unless we show up. And that means mentally and physically. Mm-hmm. So I can't show up mentally unless I take care of myself. And you think about it, too. I mean, like in the history of policing in general, like poor health outcomes is a very common thing, mm-hmm. especially towards the later half of our career. Mm-hmm. So front loading ourselves with even just a basic amount of like time for yourself is probably going to help us in the long run for the longevity of us, like staying in this career potentially 25, 30 years. So now to the other part of that question are the three days off. Yeah. What do you guys enjoy the street? Do you get out and do stuff? I know you just came back from a month long vacation, so apparently you're getting time off. Yeah, and be able to enjoy it. What do you guys like to do outside of work? I mean, yeah, I mean, so for me, like as you kind of said, like I'm a big travel guy, and you know, before I was able to travel a decent amount because I was a student before this, and I had some kind of part time gig work. Um, but like once I got this job and the hours of like, I mean, you think about it, right? Like you take 40 hours off, you take your normal day of week off. Most people get seven days off, but here you get 10 because you're front end and back ended by three days. Mm -hmm. So four days becomes 10 days Mm -hmm. off and you can do a lot in that time. I mean, that's like a easy, like, oh, let me go visit my friend in another city or, oh, I'm just going to stay, you know, home for the week and just have like 10 days to just like reset myself. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's like travel is my big thing. Um, I like being around Portland. Okay. So in the summer or like when the weather's nicer, I'll be like hiking or going around city places. Now that it's getting kind of rainier and darker out, like this is the perfect time to like go explore like the cool little boutique restaurant that you heard about like on Instagram or whatever, or go to like one of the many thousands of breweries that constantly pop up in mm-hmm. the city. So, I mean, there's just like, I mean, that's kind of the beauty of the city is like you, you're, there's always something new. Um, even though like there have been things that have like gone on in the city that have kind of shifted back and then shifted it forward. Um, any place that you find like that you're going to enjoy, you're going to find something you're going to enjoy. And for here, it's like the little hole in the wall place you didn't know that existed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I love having the three days off before this. I was working a nine to five. I was working from home during the pandemic um, on a computer, which just didn't work for me. And I think I love the four tens because I get a day to do errands and a day to relax and a day to make appointments because I get one day off during the week. Mm -hmm. And for me, going to the doctor or the dentist, it's easier now. I don't have to take a full day off. Um, But that also means I can spend more time with my friends and family. Uh, My dad lives in Bend, so I can just pop down for three days and pop back up. So that means a lot to me to be able to see my family and friends more often. And then working those 10-hour shifts, it doesn't really feel like that much more. You you mentioned Bend. Mm -hmm. You talked about hiking. What do you guys like to do around the state of Oregon? I guess what, anything? I think the Pacific Northwest in general, but Portland specifically is so unique because we're 
so close to everything. I could go to the coast. Mm. I could go up to Mount Hood. I could mm -hmm. drive up to Seattle even. I mean, we're three hours, three and a half hours away. And that's really special to think that you can just kind of pop around. And then the metro area really isn't that far from Portland. Uh, most of the time, it's just like a quick drive in, I think. And going to restaurants and parks, just hanging out with my friends. So it's nice to be able to go to those places around mm -hmm. here. Yeah, I mean, like, there is a multitude of different, like, hiking locations just, like, within an hour distance of here. And then kind of to your point, like, yeah, it's only, like, three hours to mm -hmm. Seattle. And then if you want to do an extended trip, you'd go an extra two hours and mm -hmm. you're in Vancouver, British Columbia. Mm -hmm. Like, an even, like, more mountainous, like, hiking, diverse, like, city that you can go and visit. And it's only a five-hour drive away. And like I said, if you take your four days off, you got ten days off, like – you go up there, you're up there for seven days, you come back down, you still got days to like kind of recoup, come back mm -hmm. and then get back to work. And it's, I mean, that's just something that's just so nice about the Northwest is that there's like three big major cities all like not that far mm -hmm. from each other and easily accessible. And I think I've seen more of Oregon since I started this job. <laughs> you have more time to do I that? Have, I have more time to do it. You know, I can say, hey, I'm just going to go to the coast today because I have that extra mm. day. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to just go to the beach. I personally love the beach. I grew up on the beach. So for me to just go there for a day is super relaxing. Um, I'm not a big hiker, but uh, I can appreciate <laughs> the ones that we do have. But I do love like anything with the water. So kayaking in the summer, anything like that. But I've definitely seen more of Oregon than I ever have. That's one of the, that's one of the things I always, you know – because I travel so much. That's one of the things I always like look back on with, with Oregon is that there are a lot of flat places on this planet where you just go and you can just see the horizon forever. And like, there's some people that are into that, but if you want some like topography and like mountains and greenery and like rivers, like the Northwest is where you need to be. Mm -hmm. Cause like you're like, if you're ever sitting in the middle of Portland, you can see like, Mount St. Helens, you know, Mount Hood, Mount Adams on a good day, like in the distance, beautiful. And then like the topography of like the West Hills and the forests there, like there's just greenery and lushness here instead of just flat and kind of bleak, mm -hmm. which definitely also like helps with like probably your morale because, uh, you know, because it's going to be gray here most of the time for people and that's going to not make them as happy. But having green instead of brown everywhere is like very nice in your wellness time yeah <laughs> um if someone is considering applying for portland police bureau what advice would you give them um i would say be yourself and be honest um they're hiring you to be you and not to be like somebody else so you know i'm not like the person sitting next to me i'm not like you and I think that's what makes doing this job so special is because we're serving the community and you're a part of that community. So just being yourself because they can't teach you to necessarily talk to every single person, but they can teach you to be an officer and they can give you that training. But it's who you are as a person that's going to shape who you are as an officer. I don't know why, but I find that such a difficult question because I think it just takes a certain kind of person to do this job because... I think I think one thing I would say for someone that wants to do this job or wants to come here and do this job is know what you're going to get into um, because this is a very special job. Like you're doing something that not a lot of people get to do. And if you don't know the culture of this city, like don't know how people are or kind of the history of things, uh, it can very much like 
feel like when you get here that it's not exactly what you wanted it to be. Um, someone grew up here. I mean, I, I kind of knew what I was getting into, mm-hmm. like jumping into this job. And that's why I love coming here every day to work. Cause I'm like, oh, it's the same people I've like grown up with and it's the experiences and like that. But people that come from different, different areas or different parts of the world, like they may not have that experience. So knowing the culture, knowing like how people are here, knowing like the West coast vibe, as they mm-hmm. would say, is like a, I would say key to like being well in this job. Okay. Yeah, I think the Pacific Northwest is a very special place in the people who grew up here. Yeah, it's very, I've lived other places and then I always seem to come back here just because I enjoy it so much, but it is a very different culture. So if you're coming from a different state or something, yeah, just know the what the weather's going to be like yeah, um, and what it, what it is like here because it does rain a lot. So Yeah, it does rain, but yeah. that's what makes but, it green. Yeah. That's what makes it beautiful. I love the rain. But you also get a lot of time off to go to other places yep. where it's nice. So, that's that's the thing I love to come back here and I like to visit other places and that's home base. There mm-hmm. you go. Yep. Okay. Well, thank you for joining me today and discussing everything. Um, we are hiring, hiring every month. Go to joinportlandpolice.com to learn more information, contact a recruiter or sign up for one of our workshops. Thanks. No, thank you. Yeah. Happy to do it. Thanks again for listening to this special edition of the Portland Police Bureau's Talking Beat. A reminder, the Portland Police Bureau is currently hiring new and lateral officer positions. To learn more, contact a recruiter, or if you're ready to apply, please visit www.joinportlandpolice.com. Hello.